0: Good morning. Four lives were lost in the space of six weeks on Evergreen Mills Road, south of Leesburg. Now, Loudoners and their elected leaders are calling for a rush on safety improvements to that road. For Wednesday, September 20th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rence Green. On September 8th, Erin Kaplan, a mother of three from Ashburn, was killed in an accident on Evergreen Mills Road. The driver of a food truck ran a stop sign at the end of Watson Road and T-boned her car. It was only six weeks after a woman from Suffolk, Courtney Ash, apparently lost control of her car in a rainstorm and wound up in Sicklin Creek. The car was found upside down in the creek three days later, with Mrs. Ash, her nine-year-old cousin, and her five-year-old son dead inside. People who live in neighborhoods off Evergreen Mills Road and frequently travel that 12-mile stretch of pavement are now saying they want plans to improve that road hurried up. They've launched a Facebook group, Make Evergreen Mills Road Safe. Stephanie Manning, who lives in the Cortland Rural Village neighborhood and helped start the Facebook page, said people along Evergreen Mills have been talking about the need for improvements for years. She said it's unfortunate that it took these two fatal crashes to get people to say enough is enough. The Virginia Department of Transportation reports six lives have been lost in accidents along Evergreen Mills Road from 2010 to March of this year, which of course would not capture the four most recent fatalities. In that time, they reported 524 incidents, resulting in 264 injuries. None of this is news to Blue Ridge Supervisor Tony Buffington. For the past year, he's worked with VDOT and the county to get some improvements along Evergreen Mills Road, including at the Watson Road intersection. He said last September, on his way to a Board of Supervisors meeting, he came across a serious crash at that intersection. He asked VDOT for crash statistics at the intersection, and they told him there had been 19 crashes on that spot from 2013 to October 2016, resulting in one serious injury and 10 minor injuries. Over the past year, we've made some changes, like a stop bar at Watson Road and larger signs. Supervisors have also agreed to a project that would straighten a section of Evergreen Mills Road around Watson Road. A voter referendum on a bond issuance to pay for it is scheduled in 2020, and funding would come through in fiscal year 2022. Supervisor Buffington said he'll try to move that schedule up this year. There are also plans to widen Evergreen Mills Road from North Star Boulevard to Belmont Ridge Road, but it'll be another four years before the county has the money to start that work. But it's taken too long to get this far, if you ask Dee Klingen. Her husband, Joe Ponseroff, was left permanently disabled when a dump truck hit him head-on as he was on his way from his home in Winchester to his job in Dallas. When the dump truck driver came upon a traffic backup caused by a vehicle waiting to turn onto Watson Road, he crossed the center line and hit Mr. Ponseroff, coming the other way. Mr. Ponseroff has worked for VDOT and now works for a construction company that specializes in road projects. From what he sees, everything about that intersection is screaming for change, like not having any real line of sight or turn lanes. Until they can really move some dirt, Supervisor Buffington has asked VDOT to do more to keep the brush trimmed back and consider reducing the speed limit. He's also asked law enforcement to step up patrolling there. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story, including a link to that Facebook group, which as I'm writing this has more than 1,800 members. It's at loudonnow.com slash morning minute. In other news, two more Loudoun nonprofits could get exempted from county real estate and property taxes. If they win approval, Hero Homes and Makersmiths will be exempted from county taxes in 2018. In 2017, they collectively paid $5,574.03 in taxes. Neither one has received money from the county through its usual grant making process. Percival-based Hero Homes builds homes for disabled veterans of the United States Armed Forces in Loudoun County. Since its founding in 2015, it's finished one home in Percival for a disabled Army veteran and is working on two more in Round Hill and Hillsboro. Makersmiths provides community workshops on technical projects like welding or building a drone, uh, woodworking, car repair, 3D printing, laser cutting, and a variety of other projects. It has quickly become a fixture in the maker movement in Loudoun. Two other nonprofits applied for tax exemptions but did not make the cut. Stones of Herndon Inc. was deemed ineligible by county staff members. According to nonprofit tracker GuideStar, its federal tax exempt status was automatically revoked by the IRS for failing to file certain paperwork for three consecutive years. The other, which is either called the Automotive Coalition for Traffic Safety or the American Coalition for Traffic Safety, depending on which of their paperwork you look at, was considered eligible, but the Board of Supervisors Finance Committee voted. Against referring it to the full board, although it's headquartered in Sterling, supervisors said it doesn't provide Loudoun-specific services. The board of supervisors exempts nonprofits from county taxes on a case-by-case basis. In 2017, the county is giving up 5.1 million in foregone taxes from 37 nonprofits. Those are, in addition to organizations that are tax-exempt by Virginia law, such as governments and property owned by religious organizations. There's also disagreement among board members whether this is a good process. Finance Committee Chairman Matt Latrono says the board will eventually put itself in a difficult spot by not having a standard set of criteria for which nonprofits it exempts from taxes. Board Vice Chairman Ralph Bona says it doesn't make much sense to grant money to nonprofits only for them to turn around and pay that money back in taxes. The annual electronics recycling rally at Verizon's Ashburn campus brought out more than 650 people getting rid of old computers and printers and TVs and so on. They collected 129 pallets of material to recycle. During the six previous Ashburn events, more than 115 tons of electronic waste was collected. The weight of last week's collection has not yet been totaled. The company disposing of all that junk will adhere to Verizon's zero landfill objective, meaning that all material will be reused or recycled. Business leaders in Leesburg shared what's on their mind at a forum with the Leesburg Economic Development Commission on Monday. Around 20 business owners met at the Ida Lee Park Recreation Center, and they had been asked in advance to rank their top concerns. In order, those were growing and scaling their business, zoning, social media and partnership resources. The next step, according to the commission, is to start brainstorming ways to help out with those things. And Loudoun students not only outperformed the rest of the nation on the ACT, but they're getting better. The class of 2017 did better than the state and national averages on the ACT and did better than the class of 2016. The average composite score for Loudoun's 2043 graduates this year was 24.8 out of 36 points. That is one point higher than the Virginia average and nearly four points higher than the national average. Their best subject was reading, where they averaged 25.6 and beat the nation by 4.2 points. The biggest gap was in English, in which they averaged 24.8 and beat the nation by 4.5 points. Get the full story on all these stories over at loudonnow.com. And while you're there, check out Jan Merker's piece about the wiener dog races at Lovitzville's Oktoberfest. Can a pair of young hometown heroes beat the three-time reigning champ from Leesburg? After falling in the second round last year, will Winslow's year of training put him over the top? Will Otto's youth and agility carry him to a surprise victory? Read all about these little athletes on our website. It's at loudnow.com. On today's calendar, let's talk about the Mason Enterprise Center. If you're listening to this first thing in the morning, you might have time to catch One Million Cups at Mason Enterprise Center in Leesburg. Every week, the One Million Cups program gives one or two local entrepreneurs the chance to present their startups to an audience of mentors, advisors, and other entrepreneurs. They're pretty much always cool ideas. It starts at 9 a.m. A little later on at 11 a.m., also at Mason, there's a session for putting the punch in your pitch. Barbara Ann Beasler will help people learn what they need to be doing when they pitch an idea for the best effect. And then at 5.30 p.m., Mason Enterprise Center and Loudon Tech Startup kick off their fall speaker series with Sean Mallon, the Associate Vice President for Entrepreneurship at George Mason University. That is at Bungalow House in Sterling. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute... Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.